0: skull and bones gameplay is here there's a lot to look at there is a release date window they did this during ubisoft forward so if you missed the skull and bones gameplay during ubisoft forward july of 2022 we're going to be looking at it and breaking it down so if you miss the live stream make sure and hit subscribe and the bell buttons that way you don't miss these videos they're usually kind of long hour and a half to two and a half hour long video That might seem kind of long for you. We try to put everything right at the beginning of the video, that way you don't have to go hunting for it. But in a breakdown video, I don't really have the option of doing that. Typically, I do like an update at the beginning of the video and say, hey, here's what I think, here's what's going on. I really didn't do that this time, because it was like, I'm just gonna watch it with the audience and kind of say, here's what I think, here's what's going on. I can give you a brief flyover about Skull and Bones With respect to the fact that a lot of people thought it was going to be cancelled, it's essentially built on the bones of Assassin's Creed Black Flag. If you ever played that game and saw the ship combat and the ship mechanics... That is essentially what this game is going to be. Now, recently we covered it and I said this game actually shows some promise. There's live service elements, people comparing it to the likes of games like Sea of Thieves and Destiny. I do think this game is going to sort of be like Starfield getting compared to No Man's Sky. Many people are likely going to compare this game to Sea of Thieves if they don't actually watch the gameplay footage. Sea of Thieves combat is pretty basic. It's not that involved. It's more arcade-ish. It's more simplistic. And the combat in Skull and Bones is sort of the centerpiece. You are in your ship. You are upgrading your ship, making it lighter, faster, more defended, more weapons, and attacking other players or defending yourself against other players. You can obviously draw the attention of pirates that are out in the the water and you lose some of your progress in cargo whenever you get, get sunk and then you can go back out and get it so there are elements that are reminiscent to what happens in sea of thieves i for one think sea of thieves would be significantly more popular if it would drift away from the pvp elements skull and bones is firmly rooting itself in the idea that you are going out into the open seas and there are pirates out there you're gonna want to be ready you're gonna want to have your ship geared up and good to go Not only is Sea of Thieves going to be the primary comparison for Skull and Bones gameplay, many people are going to be looking for those elements from Assassin's Creed that seem to be absent. There's not actually this sort of combat sense of like you're a pirate and you're sword fighting or you're a pirate and you're shooting at people. All of the combat, even the forging and the scavenging, seems to primarily be done directly from the boat. So we're going to be looking at the gameplay and sort of breaking it down and giving my opinions on it, seeing what you guys think about this. I don't know if a game like this can survive. I also think it's a full-priced game which it doesn't really look like a game that would be full-priced. I thought they think this thing was going to land around $40 or $50 and it is coming out at full price. And they are setting their sights on being a live service game, an ongoing game that you will log in and do daily things in. Now, you can get off your boat. Now, when I say there's no land combat, you can get off your boat, okay? That, that, that is a possibility. Let's take a look at some gameplay here. That is a possibility, but it's primarily to interact with NPCs, grab missions and quests, and it does seem like the game scales up in difficulty. There's harder things for you to do. These these almost like raid-like outposts that you're supposed to to uh, be attacking now the first and you know primary thing they talk about is survival they talk about survive and that's going to be one of the things you're primarily focused on you're going to have to make sure you have the appropriate amount of things and provisions on your boat Or your crew will, you know, mutiny on you and throw you overboard. That actually has to be something that is monitored, the ship's morale. If you've ever played a game where you have to keep everybody happy, it can be a little annoying. There's those like, almost like, it's like tower defense, but instead of defending against people attacking you, you're essentially trying to keep everybody alive. And in those games, you've got to manage everything. you got to make decisions, pass laws. In this game, it seems like it's going to be a little bit more simplistic than that, but those survival elements will be there. You want to make sure everybody is fed, that there's water, that they're not, you know, dying from attack or or what have you, and then you set out on the open seas to do your, uh, your missions and your quests. Graphically, I don't think the game looks that impressive when you look at the characters themselves they're not necessarily bad but they're also not really knocking me out of my chair i don't think that's the focus of the game i think that they're adequate i think they get the job done i wouldn't say the character design is necessarily bad i wouldn't say it's necessarily great either that may be engine limitations with so many characters and so many moving people on the boat They didn't wanna focus on that too much. I think the water and the sailing looks perfectly fine. I think it looks great. That is one of the things I think that many people talk about when they look at Sea of Thieves is just the open sea sailing feels and looks so good. And if you get that right, that might be one of the very needed pieces of a game like this to survive. The boats obviously stand out as one of the centerpieces of expression of the player. You saw there a couple of different colors and sort of different aesthetics on the boat. That is something that you can do, and that's going to give that game that feel of like, oh, I want to have that, or that guy's played a bunch, or oh, we got a noob on our hands, etc. And then obviously you can have bigger bigger fleets and people with you. I don't think the primary focus of the game is necessarily like an RPG for your player. It seems like it's more RPG-centered around the boat itself thank you max cat for three months of membership that's a three-month milestone tjaf welcome back logo thank you weed man guys i apologize yesterday and today i started way later than i tried to i i know typically it's like five or ten minutes after the hour when i go live i think that's fine we used to do a five or a ten minute intro i think that that's acceptable it lets people kind of get in lets people kind of get the chat warmed up but starting 15 and 20 minutes after the hour is not something i'm i'm gonna have be a standard here we got back into town this week and i've just had some things to deal with and things to take care of in the morning which means i don't particularly start on time and that is not something that we're going to be doing going forward so here they're showing you the different boat types that you can go for i'm going to rewind it just to give you an idea so they talk about how you can increase the storage on your boat, but it will slow your boat way, way down, right? 15 minutes after is normal. No, typically we're hitting the live button at between 5 and 10 minutes after the hour. One The 15 minute thing, I did that a couple of times before I went out of town, because again, I had some things to take care of in the morning. But typically, no. I'm I'm usually it's like 9:05, 9:10 when I'm hitting that live button. Yo, Master Ty, with 11 months, almost an entire year. Thank you, sir, for hitting that milestone. Appreciate that very, very much. We we're educating the young bloods about the housing market. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate the support. Can we get eight more likes on the video? Make sure you guys, every day, you come in, you smash the like button, you, uh, you switch to live chat so you don't miss the opportunity to see what everybody's saying. You want to make sure and do that. That top chat's kind of weird and kind of funky. We will be reacting to Starfield leaks today as well. There was a lot of things that kind of leaked while I was out of town, and I didn't get a chance to comment or cover it or react to it. We'll be reacting to somebody's video today. Um, I forget their name now. Pretty good-sized channel, and they put all the leaks in one video. I thought it was well-organized, so we're not necessarily reacting to their content. More reacting to the leaks and what we think is going to be happening with Starfield. But I thought Skull and Bones would make a good lead to kick off the day because... You know, the, they just did this yesterday. So the Skull and Bones gameplay that we're looking at just revealed yesterday during Ubisoft Forward of July 2022. It's coming over more like Management of Pirates game, even uh, after watching the gameplay reveal. I still have no idea how any play style will be reflected in this one. Yeah, let's, let's do a poll here. Skull and Bones gameplay. Does this game interest you does this game interest you we're gonna do a real simple poll today skull and bones gameplay does this game interest you so what they're talking about in this portion of the video is storage so you can see they're just kind of building sort of roughly honestly storage off the side of the boat you've got like these poles coming out you can see some type of a shark or a whale is in that storage there so that's you know something that they've killed and they're bringing it back as well as all of the other just random parcels and bags and things it's weird to call those parcels but that's kind of what they look like and so this they say will slow your boat down so this is where the survival element comes in where if you're going to be a storage focused vessel you're not going to be very fast you're going to be ripe for the picking of like a small warship or a faster warship, yo. Noberto hitting a fifteen-month milestone. This guy starts late every day. Never going to make it in the streaming world. Glad you're back. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. What's this game about? Basically, being a pirate. Okay, so they. Uh, okay, so they come to this next section. Okay, oh, so they show that, that. So this is a boat that has some defenses. So less storage and more focused on defenses. Yo. Kai uh oh my goodness i'm going to butcher this Kylie Adair Kai Ky? Kylie Adair thank you so much for the brand new membership if you had a membership last month from gifted members man you know be sure to log back in hit that join button jump back in it's 5 bucks a month so much members content this month tonight my wife and i will be playing some games together two of which the tier 2 members picked and then we'll probably just do something else. Maybe some Fall Guys with you guys to end the night. Thank you so much, Ah uh, Nobody, for hitting a four month milestone and an 11 month milestone from my man D Dizzle. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Didn't watch the gameplay. It's like Sea of Thieves are different. It's not like Sea of Thieves. No. There are logistical elements, right? Kyla Dare? Kyla Dare? Okay. It's like Sea of Thieves from some aspects, like logistically speaking, but outside of that, no. It's far more focused on ship combat than Sea of Thieves. What's good, Pugs? Don't forget my faithful morning crowd here. Reforge Roast is now completely housed at reforgeroast.com. So tell all your friends, use the coffee command, re-up your orders, a really, really great web presence Newly launched by Creature. He got all that work done while I was out of town. It looks wonderful. Uh, PayPal might act funky if you try to use PayPal. I think he might have fixed that. But credit cards work just fine. We now have bundles and subscriptions as well. So don't forget reforgeroast.com. The mugs are not there yet. They will be very soon. Alright. So in this section of the video, they just got done showing a ship with tons of storage. This one has less storage and more like boarding defenses. So this is, you know, a slightly faster, more lean ship that would, you know, be able to, to navigate. Now this this one here is smaller with some type of a you know a new, you know, weapon or whatever the heck. Oh, he's working on an issue, okay. I found an article that said each server is only 20 players. I hope there's the ability to stack the server to make it a full team PvE. I would definitely play it that way. This discussion is so interesting to me because every time it comes up, I I, I feel like the debate is the answer. <laughs> like the fact that people debate about this is the answer there are people who 100 percent want a pvp all day and there are people who want nothing to do with it so i'm just confused why these companies don't make pve servers and pvp servers i don't get it i think new world should do it i think sea of thieves should do it i think this this game should do it i think Tons of games should consider that. The fact that this becomes a debate every time these games are talked about and discussed, that to me is a barometer of interest and intrigue from the public and should be considered. But, whatever. Nobody agrees with me that's on the PvP side, because they want to run around and ruin people's day. So, (laughs) i mean i mean i mean that i do i think the people listen i'm gonna be dead honest with you dead honest with you if you're like anti pve servers in these games it's just because you want to play against people that are easier than someone fully focused on pvp right if you're fully focused on pvp You know you're going to have a harder time fighting somebody like that, and you just want easy street. That's the facts, Jack. You just want to pick on the PvE players. You suspect, and you know it, okay? So you you will never convince me that all these PvP people that are like anti-PVE servers, you will never convince me that they're not a bunch of, like, limp, weak players who just want to beat up on players who are not focused on PvP. I understand flagging in New World. I played New World and covered it quite a bit. I still think if a server was more focused on PvP and then another server was more focused on PvE, it would be better because you would have way more people to engage in the open-world PvP stuff and the battles and such, and then the PvE people could go live in peace somewhere else and not have the map territory battles determined by PvP stuff that they're not interested in, and they could enjoy maybe harder quests more challenging quests to get more XP that don't have to be PvP. I'm telling you, the debate is the answer. The fact that we debate it is the solution. There are people on both sides. So... So, they're going through the different things that you can, you know, do with your ship. Now, this is obviously a more of a warship with bigger weapons. They do mention, you know, you got like a flamethrower here. Uh, there are rocket launchers in the game, so they are going a little outside. You can see there's some of the weaponry. Some of the weaponry, obvi- obviously, is getting a little outside of what's realistic. But here you can see the level of customization, protection, and upgrades that you can put on a ship. Like, if you look at some of the earlier ships we looked at, this thing is significantly, right, significantly upgraded. Great disparagement of PvP players? No, no, no. Don't misrepresent what I said, Robert. I said people who are ardently against PvE-only servers, you will never convince me that they are not primarily motivated by the fact that they don't want to actually play against PvP. Right? They don't they don't want to play against PvP players. Do you want proof? Do you want proof of my axiom? I'll prove it to you. Sea of Thieves launched PvP arenas where you could go and do PvP if you wanted. That was the focus. And guess what? 2% of the player base engaged with it according to their own data. Do you want to know why? Because all those pro-PVP guys that don't want PvE servers they actually don't have any interest in pvp what they want to do is they want to grief and pick on pve players who aren't geared up and ready for battle that's why that's the facts that's the facts i'm talking about people that are against pve servers if you love pvp i don't give a rip i'm not trying to disparage you or talk bad about you But if you're out there on a warpath, every time this subject comes up, you're like, Absolutely not. We can't have PvE-only servers. Yeah, because you want the servers ripe with weaker defenseless players who aren't focused on PvP. That's the facts. That arena PvP mode in Sea of Thieves would have flourished if people were genuinely interested in PvP in Sea of Thieves. They're not. They want to be a griefing jerk. That community has talked about that regularly on Twitter forums and the Steam reviews. It's a problem, and that game will never get circulation on my content or in my life until they add a PvE only option. So, that's my that's my that's my opinion on it. That's my opinion on it. I've had this debate for years, and it's always clear that the habits of the player are driving their opinion on this. They don't want PvE only environments because they love whooping up on somebody who's just trying to quest, right? It's a lot easier to beat somebody. We can look at some of the customization here. It's a lot easier to beat up on somebody who's questing than somebody who's ready for battle. Don't don't tell me that that's not true. It is. That's That's actually factual. It is easier to defeat somebody questing than somebody who is geared up for battle because they're actually ready for you and they're coming as hard as you are giggity I have no desire to play pvp content I love grinding things with friends and having fun but I don't want to deal with pvp d-bags I don't want to act like people that enjoy pvp or d-bags I'm specifically talking about people who are against giving the pve homies their own environment right you would not like me in the cycle frontier a new player found me and asked me to quest it did not end well for them listen listen If you want to be the devil in a video game, if you want to be the devil and you want to be Lucifer, that's your choice, right? I actually think the more people that take on the role of the villain and the more people that take on the role of the devil, I actually think those games will always self-cannibalize. Now, the the Cycle Frontier could get into a popular route uh, like... Tarkov has there are people that enjoy the risk and the reward they enjoy the tension they enjoy the intensity so I actually think the cycle could could be good but I think the cycle's appearance and PVE feel and the questing feel as you experienced with that I think you're going to drive those people right out of the game because they're going to be like I don't understand I thought this was going to be a bit of a blend a bit of a hybrid and it's basically just people picking on me I'm telling you Games that lean too heavily on that, they self-cannibalize. It happens. It happens regularly. Um. Du-du-du. Yo, Abe, thank you for ordering three dark roasts of reforge Roast. We appreciate it so so much, guys. Reforgeroast.com, the new home for all of the coffee. Reforgeroast.com. Tell your friends it's a great name. It's easy to remember, and it's easy to spell. This argument is in the same vein as skill-based matchmaking and connection-based matchmaking. The argument will always be a thing. I just want the choice to safely PvE. All the PvP can have their PvP against each other. That's what's so funny, Victor. That's what's so funny about the debate. It's like, I just want to go do this and be left alone, and you're like, no, no, you can't go over there and be left alone I want you in my server so I can mess with you it's like I don't understand what what, I I I just I want to be left alone I just I just want to do stuff I don't want to do the things that you want to do right player volitions important insomniac black with 11 months thank you it's a tier three that's a big one thank you insomniac black Did I miss anybody else? No, I didn't. Okay. Without the PvEers, the PvPers will get no loot. Well, that's... No, no. That's not true. You see, I'm telling you, it's as simple as this. Okay? It's all about incentivization. It's all about incentivization. So I gave this example in Sea of Thieves. Let's let's let the gameplay run here because people are tuning in for a gameplay breakdown of Skull and Bones. So you can see here... Uh, fully customizable ships, both external weaponry, decorative things, you know, they've, they've got a lot of things you can do to your ship, okay? All right, so it's all about incentivization. So the problem that I have with how most of these games set things up is you are incentivized to go stomp some poor soul who's just trying to quest. That's how you get your stuff, okay? If that happens here and there, okay. But that's basically all you've got, right? As much as you think they need PvE, the players love the game. I, that, that doesn't matter to me. That doesn't matter to me, Paul, because I've always said I'm not asking it to become something else. I've merely said, not for me, won't play it. And I, don't, and I guarantee you, I guarantee you, this is the no-build Fortnite argument. If they brought no-build to Fortnite and a ton of people came back to the game who weren't playing, guess what would happen in Sea of Thieves if they added PvE servers? A bunch of people would come back to the game who refused to play it because of the griefing in the PvP. Sure, they didn't take the time to run to Steam and and leave a review. I'm not saying it's like... Look how well-received Fortnite has been over the years. One of the most popular games in history. And even they were willing to say, hey, there are people who would probably enjoy no build. They just would. And look at the success of it. All right, so back to what I was saying. It's about incentivization, okay? There is nothing wrong with saying, man, if you go into the PVP side of the game. I don't care what game it is. If we're talking New World, if we're talking Sea of Thieves, if we're talking Skull and Bones or Ashes of Creation. If you go into the PVP side of the game, it is worth it. The quest payouts are better, the everything is better. Everything you do is better. Do you know what would happen? You're creating adequate risk and reward because I'm going into that server knowing I might get frickin' blown up, but if I pull it off, it's worth it. I'm gonna get more stuff, I'm gonna get more rewards, okay? Now, you must, you absolutely must bake into this risk and reward for the aggressors. This is where Sea of Thieves gets it so wrong, okay? There's no risk and reward for the aggressors there's only reward they can camp out near an outpost and blow you out of the water and tick you off and then they get all your stuff if you manage to get away or you manage to beat them they lose nothing okay so you, you have to have two pillars at play number one incentivization is the most important pillar secondly you must have healthy risk and reward why is that so important because if not the griefers will cannibalize your game they are only playing your game because they enjoy griefing they are not playing your game because they enjoy it there there's no incentive they don't get rewarded there's no risk if they fail they're literally there to grief and they will cannibalize the ever-loving frick out of your game they will drive everybody out so there's your release date skull and bones comes out november the 8th the day before god of war ragnarok day before my birthday so, if I'm telling you, this is the answer. And the PvP guys that are like against this, you're giving yourself away. If you're against what I'm outlining, then you're just a griefer. You're not playing for PvP. You're not playing because you enjoy the game. You're just a griefer. Because an actual connoisseur of the game an actual player of the game an aficionado of the game somebody who actually likes PvP would love a scenario like that oh that's great yeah you'd have people in the server, they're motivated to go in quest because they get better rewards, I got people to go after I can get rewarded if I do well, there's a risk, there's tension there's some fear, there's some of that there's some of that drama that you get in a battle royale, right, you get all the way to the end and you might lose, right, that tension and that that that, uh, that narrative in a Tarkov, right you, that, would, that would be enjoyable for them, if you're like, no I don't want that I just want it to be blended then you're just a griefer, you don't want to play against pvp people you don't care about risk reward you just want to beat the snot out of people who aren't paying attention and they're questing that's the facts if it's such a better system it's healthier because then i know if i'm going into the pve only environment i'm getting less stuff But maybe that's what I want to do. Maybe I just want to sit on my couch and crack open a beer and hang out with my wife and just do some pirate questing. I don't care how slow the progress is. I'm trying to take it easy. Do you see? Now, somebody must say, oh, that's not what the game is designed for. Okay. If you want to continue to do this mid lane subpar nonsense where, I mean, look at the player base numbers for Sea of Thieves. I just, I can't, you, you can't tell me that that the Steam reviews are testimony against the fact that they're like, they don't seem to be thriving with a player base, and I feel like they should be. Of all the games, that should be thriving. Super casual, super approachable, enjoyable, laid back game like that. I mean, sim games are super popular. That game should be doing amazing. And it just, all signs point to the fact that it's not. PvE-only servers would be boring AF without the threat of PvP. And you know what's wonderful about that? You'd never have to set foot in them. You'd never have to set foot in them. You'd be like, "Ah, that's boring. Great, don't go over there. But me on a Friday night with my wife or a friend of mine, we would love that. That'd be great. I'm just looking for something laid back, bro. I'm trying to relax. It's a Friday night. I'm going into my weekend. I don't need to be stressing out. Yeah, well, we spent two hours working on that and little Johnny, little Johnny dip head comes over and steals all my stuff. No, thank you. I don't even play the game for that reason. Wow has had PVE servers with no issues. That's how you think. Not everybody. Well, you're watching my stream, aren't you? Isn't that kind of the point of coming in to hear what I think? Of course not everybody thinks that way. That's why... Listen to the system that I built. Listen to the system that I built. You're darn right not everybody thinks the way that I think. Which is exactly why my system works. You have incentivization. Incentivization lands on people differently. So if you're like, bro i absolutely love wrecking people in sea of thieves you would be able to continue to do that you would people would be flocking to the pvp servers why bro you progress so much faster you get so many more rewards it's freaking awesome right oh you were talking to somebody else i thought you're talking to me i was like dadgum It wasn't... You weren't being disrespectful, but I was like, yeah, kind of. You you see what I mean? Like, everybody gets to do what they want! Instead of this, like, you've got to come and put up with, you know, this... With griefers, basically. I'm telling you, without incentivization and without the risk-reward element you will allow your game to be cannibalized by griefers. Just write that the frick down. If you're designing your game and you fail to adequately incentivize players to go after certain things, okay, and there is zero risk reward for the aggressors, you will give your game over to the cannibalization of griefers. They'll just destroy your frickin' game pretty easy to avoid pvp and sea of thieves i i don't think so griefing is fun listen i will admit that yes i can grin like the joker and grief somebody and have a wry chuckle while doing it but there's a difference between somebody who griefs when like the opportunity arises and you're like ha 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 and then you go on about your day there's a difference between that and like career griefers the the, the the people that that like that's all they want to do okay the career griefers I'm telling you they will ruin your game if you let them they'll drive everybody away because everybody's like I'm not putting up with this bro what's the point what, what, what's the what's the point of this See if Thieves has 17,000 players an hour ago, 10,000 for New World, No Man's Sky 9,000. I mean, didn't see if Thieves just do an update recently. I mean, I I I don't I've not been following all of the games. Like we could look at those same charts, Paul, right after No Man's Sky launches a new expedition. Am I proving a point by doing that? I don't think so. Like I could do the same thing when New World launches their next big update and be like, "Look at that, man." There's thirty thousand people playing. It wouldn't prove anything. Yes, player-based numbers fluctuate. And see if thieves just recently pushed out pushed out their latest uh, adventure, or whatever it was, wasn't it? It was like a week ago or something. Yeah, they just launched new content. You can't. You you have got to always look at, st- uh, at at player-based numbers as in context, right? See if thieves always has more players on average. Well, again, you know, you're comparing it to New World, which we all know what happened with New World. So I don't. Like, you're not proving anything to me. You want me to go grab dead games to compare? Like, let's say I really, really love No Man's Sky. I could go find a bunch of dead games to compare it to, and be like, look at this. No Man's Sky's got nine thousand people playing right now, and you know, Battlefield 2042. Uh, it has seven, right? Well, I think Battlefield 2042 actually showed signs of life after the recent season, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Like, you can always find games with lower numbers. Like, No Man's Sky is always going to settle down into that, in into the ten thousands, and and New World has got a long road ahead of itself. It might, it might not ever be at high numbers again. You know, it might not ever be at high numbers again. It's it, 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 that that ship might have sailed which is kind of sad because New World has massive potential. Why don't the devs add a PvE-only mode? I don't know. I don't know, Robert. I'll be honest with you, Robert. I thought when Sea of Thieves closed their PvP arena, I thought the next thing out of their mouth was in its place, we're going to offer a PvE-only environment with reduced progression. I honestly thought that was like the next thing they were going to say. You know what I'm saying? Like... It it just seems sensible to me. It was like, listen, we tried to give you guys a PvP arena. Nobody wanted it. If you guys are just tuning in, we are looking at the Skull and Bones gameplay. Let me pause it. We're looking at the Skull and Bones gameplay. You're watching Reforged Gaming. We break down gameplay. We have debates and discussions. I am a safe-for-work broadcaster. A lot of people subscribe to the channel, and then they throw me on in the background of their day. Kind of like a radio show or a podcast because I'm safe for work, you can do that. Now we're having a bit of a tiff and a bit of a debate about should games like this offer PvE only environments where you can't be attacked by other players. I've continued to say that games like Sea of Thieves and this game and New World should have those options for a variety of reasons. If you want to press on my argument or ask me questions about it, feel free to do that in the chat. You have to subscribe if you want to talk in chat. Subscribing is free. Consider becoming a member. We're hovering around 1,200 members. We want to get back to 1,500 members. That's our next member goal. And uh, we're trying to come up with really good member incentives to do that. Uh, we may we may say that as long as you hit 1,500 members each week, I might have to play something terrible every week. But 1,500 members is a tall order. You guys might have to go a little wild. Uh, we'll go back to the gameplay just in case you haven't seen it. If you've got questions about it, I've got the, the poll at the top of the chat. Uh, Skull and Bones gameplay. Are you interested in this game? Does this game interest you? That is the question at hand. And it's about a split rate down the middle. EVE Online does a good job of this. Always some risk for the aggressor. Different regions have different levels of risk. So some areas are safer than others for PVE. They should make a PVE mode with zero progress on the PVE servers. I just think you give reduced progress. What were the player numbers for Arena? According to the Sea of Thieves devs, Sea of Thieves devs said that about 2% of the player base had been regularly engaging with Arena and th- th- the player base numbers have never been that high to begin with. So basically, nobody was going in there. I mean, that's that's the translation. I was hoping they'd have a PvE server. I like that about For Honor. If I'm in the mood for PvP, I can go sweat it up for more XP. If I want to chill, I can go play bots. Excuse me. I'm not sure if a PvE-only server would be more popular than Arena was. I'm going to tell you something right now. I think I'm right on this. I can't prove it, but this is a gut feeling I think a PvE-only server would would almost double daily player-based engagement of Sea of Thieves. If they marketed it right, and they pushed it out with new content, I bet you it would almost double their daily logins. Why? Because there are tons of people who literally stopped playing for that reason, and they would all come clamoring back. It would be way more popular than Arena, because you'd have people that literally are not playing come back to the game specifically for that reason. And I'm telling you, Sea of Thieves has such a good format. They've got a battle pass, the cosmetics are dope, the events are dope, the storytelling was cool. They did that thing with uh, A Pirate's Life and uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Like, they have limitless potential to be an ongoing live service pirate game. You know what I'm saying? Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is good news. Choose how you want to play either PVE only or PVE VP. Well, now hang on a second. It just says choose how you play Victor. It doesn't say that you, it doesn't say that you can, you can go into those environments. It's just how you decide to play. Do you think skull and bones should launch free to play? I'll be honest with you. The price of, of skull and bones. I'm a little confused. I'm a little confused. They said it yesterday, Skull has a choice. Like you can just decide to go into a PvE only environment in Skull and Bones because if they if that's the case then I will I will play this game and I will I will definitely give it a give it a go. I do not want to go in and get beat up by other players. They said it yesterday. Because, I mean, look at the ship differences here. Can you imagine getting in a server? I mean, they'd have to do some kind of rank matchmaking. Can you imagine getting in a server? Some you got your little skiff that you're just getting started, or maybe you took a week off, and you got some warship coming up on you. You know what I mean? You have to opt into a PvP server if you want to. Well, I'm telling you what. I really applaud that decision. I didn't know that. I really applaud that decision. That's exactly how it should work. Because if not, I'm telling you, you will lose people from moment one. There are people who will literally not install the game. Now, on the price point, okay, on the price point, I will tell you this, okay, I thought this game was going to be $30 to $40. The fact that they're charging full price for it seems odd to me. Sven found a quote here. In Skull and Bones, you'll be able to play alone in PvP servers or with friends in PvE servers. Okay, that phrasing is super odd. I Can you not play with friends when you go into the PvP environment? So when you go into a PvP server, you are 100% by yourself? Because in this trailer, they talked about did they s- wait a minute? Hey, I'm just I'm I'm curious about something here. Did they put him in a halter top randomly? I just I just I'm just trying to make sure. I mean, listen, bro. You do you, bro. It's kind of pulling it off. I mean, I I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Looks good. I don't I don't know how I don't know how protected he is from the sun or you know shrapnel or swords, but you know. Looks kind of cute. I would say that in this trailer, I thought there were moments where they said you could pair up with people. That drip is impeccable. This is not the pirate game community. This is not the pirate game game community deserves. This is trash. Sub Zero, what do you want out of a pirate game? Talk to me. Don't just get, don't just be angry and talk in all caps. What do you want from a pirate game? And what do you think of Sea of Thieves? I'm interested. You you have my attention. The walking is awful. Oh, so you go into PvP V E or PvP. But that subtitle on that picture says PVE server You want GTA with pirates? Okay. Okay. I'm listening. I'm listening. That's not bad. Chat, that's not bad. He's starting He's starting with a good one. GTA with pirates is not bad. Gameplay from the game's PvP... VE mode, Hunting Grounds, is shown. Hunting Grounds sets players loose on the high seas, and they are able to hunt merchant ships, sink enemy vessels, and patrol trade routes. As you gain notoriety, you will attract the attention of powerful empires. You will be able to work with other players, of course, but when riches are on the line, even friends can become enemies. All oh, for frick's sake. An enemy on your team has gone rogue. So you can just have people like betray you or whatever. You teleport to the island and it's awful, in my opinion. Yeah, I will say, I will say, if I'm gonna be a little I'm gonna be a little critical, I do think the gameplay content loop in this is very narrow. It's very, very narrow. Because you get to an island and you're just like boop and you're just walking around. So that seamless getting off the boat, going getting in a sword fight or getting out your gun, that is not going to be a thing in this game. You're primarily living your life as a boat. L- like does that make sense? You are primarily living your life as a, as as a boat, okay? And I think there's nothing particularly wrong with that. That's just awfully narrow. GTA with pirates, so like Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Well, I think in his mind, y- you would do Assassin's Creed Black Flag, but I would I'm going to speak for uh, Sub Zero, and and say uh, that they want it to be online. They want other people involved, right? What we need is Pirates of the Caribbean online, modernized and improved ultimate pirate game. That's right. And get Johnny Depp to do the voice acting, you know? Where do you get this from? Where do you get what from? It's Ubisoft. It's going to run like crap. Be packed with microtransactions, and progression will be gated by a paywall. What? Oh, 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 oh! I know what game you're referring to, Cred. You, you, you got angry in. Uh, they did that in Odyssey, right? They did that in Odyssey, and it made people mad. Didn't they do something similar in um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla recently? Charging full price and then going to add microtransactions? No, thank you. There was, there was, there. there we had this conversation earlier, and I, I was sort of enlightened. I went and read articles on it. They were like people saying, "Oh man, no, no, no!" They did stuff with Assassin's Creed that really ticked people off. No, not the division. Not the Division. The Division didn't do any of that. The Division was was rough, but it didn't have those as flaws. I think the all-in-the-boat thing just made me go from interested to not interested. was only mildly interested before. That's what I mean. I, I don't think the, the the focus on being in the boat and using the boat is necessarily a problem. I just think it's awfully narrow. I think you're going to make it really, really hard for people to enjoy the game if they're kind of looking for a more well-rounded, maybe slightly more robust game. That's that's my thoughts on it. Personally, this is a game I could see myself casually playing for tens of hours. I am biased because I'm a sucker for pirate stories. You said tens of hours? Yeah, yeah, James Con passed away. Yep. Yeah. What is that? 82, 82. We need more hardcore PvP survival games like ARK, Conan. Uh, there's more than enough single-player games for that audience. So as of right now, what are the chances this is pay to win? You can buy better cannons day one for your ship, pay to progress as you say, but I don't know if it's worse. Well, hang on, Butters. That's a that's a pretty uncharitable representation of my position on pay to progress, okay? Okay. You've, you've, you've treaded into dangerous waters and you might get bit don't misrepresent what I say in previous or past discussions I would not call buying cannons for your ship pay to progress okay I'm not some daft idiot I would never say that pay to progress was when we were talking about games like um that's the gameplay from yesterday not an edited video to make it look better Quit supporting that channel. All that guy does is re-upload and lie. Quit supporting that channel. That guy's channel is everything wrong with YouTube. Um, I was speaking specifically about games like Warframe and the elements in Lost Ark that lets you pay to progress, progress your character. Buying actual loot or power, things that would make your, your actual cannon stronger against another player... That would be pay to win. Okay, Lost Ark equalized everything, so the pay to progress elements of that game was so you could play the game less. Basically, they were basically allowing you to to like basically jump line and short shortcut things. So it was pay to progress. If in Lost Ark they would have let you buy gear to use against other people, and that gear would have been stronger, I am not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call that pay to progress. That that would be blatant pay to win. The minute you can buy an item that makes you stronger against another player, I would never call that pay to progress. Never. Yeah, he just re-uploads trailers and slaps 4K on them. Yeah, his thumbnails are lies, his titles are lies. He had his he had his sub count hidden recently, and then YouTube's not allowing people to do that anymore. And I'm like, freaking good, good. So people can see these fraud channels. It's just a freaking joke. I don't know how he does it either. He re-uploads and monetizes. I'm like, how in the frick is that allowed? I thought when you re-uploaded, you couldn't monetize unless you had, like, media... Like, a, like like IGN can do it, right? Who? I'm not gonna name the channel. But, like, IGN can re-upload a trailer and monetize because they're, like, an approved media outlet that gets permission from the, the publisher. I don't know how the frick that guy's doing that. We would just re-upload a trailer and then slap ads on it? Anyway, 22 minutes into that is the gameplay. Well, what I'm watching is on the official Ubisoft channel. This is the seven minutes of new footage. that, that, that That's what they said on their own channel. If no one contested, he can certainly do it. He does voiceover it? Oh, he does voiceover? I thought the voiceover in the Skull and Bones video was from the stream. I thought he literally just recorded their, their stream or whatever. I Yeah, I, I can't stand channels like that. I sit here and frickin' bust my hump to do live coverage of stuff. He's just some frickin' re-uploader. Ubisoft downturn happened with Assassin's Creed Unity. The game got dogged because of the bugs, and they accustomed it to everyone... Not being happy with the Intercity games. And then I get Valhalla, thanks, UB. Well, you're just going to glide over Assassin's Creed Origins, arguably one of the best Assassin's Creeds. What about Odyssey? And you may not like Valhalla, but Assassin's Creed Valhalla has been very successful. It's the groundwork for Infinity, which they're going to announce in September. We're going to cover that. I think that'll be a Saturday stream. The, two, the full presentation has two devs playing it for over 22 minutes, no cuts. Okay. Is the full presentation on their channel? I don't want to use a GameSpot video and then they'll be like, hey, that was ours. Did they do it on the Ubisoft channel? Uh, Stream will start soon. It looks like an hour-long video. And there's a bunch of people talking at the beginning. Oh yeah, we got new footage right here. I think they're all sitting on a boat. They're like graphically imposed into a freaking boat. Um What what playing what what minute do I jump to? 22 minutes into that is the gameplay. They're like sitting on a boat talking. It won't let me get rid of the play. Hang on. Frickin' my Chrome extension's not working. I got a Chrome extension that lets me get rid of the YouTube player controls. It just looks better up on screen. AC Black Flag is better. Changed my mind. I don't need to change your mind. That's what's wonderful about Assassin's Creed is that we can all pick the one that we like the best. I'm telling you, AC uh, AC Origins is, like, one of the top, one of the best they've ever made, you know? Are they actually, do you think they're actually out on the water right now? You got some wind blowing in the background. I don't know. I can't tell. No, that's fake. That's imp- that's good. That's impressive. That's not bad. That's not bad. S- skull and bones. S- da Marked as a- st- this uh, is sure. Probably, I don't know though. Like for content. Why is that even being posted? What are you talking about? How does that have anything to do with what we're talking about? You don't have a brain? Oh, you don't have brain. I don't have brain. Okay. I'm thinking this game's DOA. You think this game's DOA? It's not bad. Hi, Carta Ray. Okay. Let's see here. When do we get to see some gameplay? These are just screenshots. You said 22 minutes in, we were going to get gameplay. They said gameplay trailers next. When do they play the game and talk? I have been misled, chat. I have been misled. I'm at 29 minutes and I got nothing but people sitting and talking. Oh, I see it. I see it! I see it. It looks like you may have mistyped. Okay. Here we go. Here here they are playing. All right, here. I'll move myself to the other side. I'm, I'm going to be a part of the presentation here. There we go. Not at 22 minutes. On the official video, it's 40 minutes in. Thank you. I don't know if it's dead on arrival, but full price is going to be a huge, huge... I thought that said Captain Boner. Captain Boomer. I was like, gee, many Christmas. Okay. Uh, The the full price, I think, is going to be the big barrier for people. You know what I mean? Whatever it's lacking, Skull and Bones is the game I wanted to play when playing AC Black Flag, which to me is the best AC of the games. I remember uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. You know what's funny is that's why I stopped playing it. I spent too much time on the boat, and then I didn't really practice. I didn't really do anything else. Clipping on the ponytail is enough for me to be out. Why don't people want to buy games anymore? I didn't say that people don't want to buy games, Robert. But this game is this game feels like a narrow offering, so I anticipated it being 40 or $50. I'm not saying that the game should have been free to play, although... I wonder if free to play with a battle pass and good micros would have been a better format for them because everybody would have been given the opportunity to come in and try it out and see like look at the level of customization. We got a guy right now walking around who looks completely different than the other pirates that we've seen. So they're really allowing for some good customization uh, and, and personalization. So, some in chat are saying it should be. I'm not saying it should be, but I gotta wonder, Robert, if this is the perfect game for that setup. You go free to play, you give people a battle pass that they can pay for, and then you got micros to make yourself look cooler. Like, it's literally... it's I, I don't know. It feels exactly the right game for that setup. A game where you primarily live on a pirate ship and do 90% of your activities... In and from the pirate ship, I don't know if people are going to say, well, that's a full price game I'll buy, right? I, if it was 40 bucks, I think people might think a little bit differently about it. Everyone's going to be buying Ragnarok? Yeah, let's not forget, this thing launches the day before God of War Ragnarok. So it's up against a pretty, a pretty stout uh, game the second if not it's the second most anticipated game of the year right is 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 Ragnarok i'm not buying Ragnarok oh really willie oh my gosh everyone stop willie isn't going hang on we got to stop our coverage guys willie's not buying he's not buying Ragnarok i this is a shock this is this is this is a genuine shock. We're having. Hang on a minute. We're getting now. We're getting reports off the wire here as well. Uh, Mo will will not be buying Ragnarok. This this is breaking news. This is absolutely headlines for that. I'm just messing with you, Willie. I I'm telling you, th- it's like the second most anticipated game of the year. So. That has to be considered, homie. People people are like, hey, I'm going to buy God of War Ragnarok. And Skull and Bones is like, do you want to be a pirate? I mean, maybe. Well, it's a full price game to be on a pirate boat. Oh, I'm okay. Thanks. Did I just walk in to witness a murder? I won't be buying Ragnarok because I don't have a PS5. There you go. I just dropped hundred dollars on the Vault Edition for Modern Warfare Two. Well, there you go. Collector's Edition doesn't come with a physical copy of the game, but it comes with a steel case. I'm I'm confused why that's a headline for people. They're like, I don't get a physical copy of the disc. What? I'm huh? Why did you? Wh- I guess because you're buying the most expensive version. That's kind of an. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong in this situation, right? It's not me. It's not me. It's the kids. They're the ones that don't get it. I might be the one that's wrong in this scenario. I just don't expect to get a disc anymore. I don't. I'm probably the one that's wrong here. Because when you buy a big giant collector's edition like that, you're probably the right one. You're probably right. Expecting a disc is is probably a fair expectation. <clears throat> I think my expectation is probably just I've just adapted and been like ah, I'm just not going to get a disc anymore. Who the frick cares? You know that's more of my preference. Probably removing the expectation because I just don't give a frick. I'm like oh, what am I going to do with a disc? It's going to get in the way. I'm going to forget where it is, or it's going to get scratched. What's the loop here? So the loop is you go to, like, outposts and you get missions, quests, bounties, okay? And then you go out and you do those missions, quests, and bounties. And you can attack uh, other people, other pirates. You can team up with other pirates. You apparently can have a pet lemur. He's up there. That lemur might be the captain of uh, of the ship, actually. I think he might be calling the shots. Uh, Captain Wibbles here on the left is uh, sailing with his bud and they're looking at the map. They're going way out, almost 2,000 meters down to the southeast and they have a mission down there. They need to steal jars of oil in the super lumber yard for Steven. Well, if there's something I know I'm going to be doing in a pirate game, it's doing work for someone named Steven. Oh, he's got a kitty cat! He has a cat! Zubair, look! Look, there's a cat! It's licking its paw. Let's go back. Let's get another... We gotta get a slow-mo breakdown of the cat gameplay frame by frame. Alright, so the slow pan here off to the right. And look at this good little kitty cat giving its paw a little lick. Another little lick. It's going back for a third lick. It gets that third lick in. And now it's putting the paw down. So bath time's over. And he looks at the captain for moral support. Unbelievable. The freaking cat gameplay. This is what we look for, chat. This this has now made the game worth the price of admission. It's unbelievable that they pulled that off. I am in disbelief. Utter disbelief <laughs> Oh gosh, that was good. We need a show on why these companies can just stop playing and cancel the servers. Overwatch, the digital age of gaming to blame. Hey guys, YouTube says now would be a good time to insert ads. Let's gift members instead. I won't run ads. If you give members, that's the, that's it. I'm going to hold you hostage every time that pops up. Let's get, let's get five gifted members. We'll show YouTube how to do the live streaming thing. Okay. Let's teach them some things. So whenever that pops up, I need somebody to give five members just, and if you do it, then you, you, you can be done for the day. That's your, that's your quota. I think it'll pop up three or four times a day. So I need three or four willing participants a day to help with this, uh, with this project. Well, now it's game of the year. I need to change my vote in the poll, says (laughs) Zubair. Little did we know that Stray ends with the cat setting out on a pirate ship. There it is, Rainbow. Rainbow stepped up to the plate. Thank you so much, Rainbow. Guys, if you can hear my voice, grab yourself a gifted membership right now. Air, Drigmore, Galliant, Vitor, Ryan, and my man Vinny Vaughn. There it is. That's enough. Hold. Hold. Don't do any more. We don't want to over. We don't want to overextend uh, ourselves. We gotta last. Don't don't do young man syndrome on me. Don't don't shoot it all now. Uh, <laughs> make sure and thank Rainbow in the chat. Super generous. Thank you, Rainbow, for gifting those five members. Is YouTube reminding you to turn on ads like every hour or so? Well, I yeah, I think they're noticing that live streamers don't run ads, and I'm trying to teach them it like. I actually want to, I want them to see that. I want them to be like, "Wait a minute!" Every time this guy is told to run ads, he gets gifted members. I pledge ten members. Okay, and so I want them to see that. Like, it's better to rhythmically grow a community than to rhythmically hit people with advertisements. I'm not a freaking like. This isn't a lot. This isn't a football game. You know, like we're not gonna take a break. And watch a commercial. Like, I do that when I go use the restroom. But that's like once a show. That's not once an hour. Yeah, we've been streaming for an hour. My favorite thing is it pops up the minute I go live. Now would be a good time to run some ads. What? What? I just went live. Why would I? Hey, good morning. Bink. Just hit you with an ad. Just right away, you know? I, uh... I don't agree with their with their uh, their philosophy on live streaming. You should not be running ads during a live stream unless you're taking a legitimate break. And I believe those breaks should be happening uh, maybe once an hour, maybe, maybe. Outside of that, I, I think that that's too often. The amount of health bars, yeah, in the HUD, yeah, yeah. So we're watching a bit of a fight here. Uh, you can see there they had some riflemen and they've got some cannons. And they're trying to get out. So they're going to go over here through this little cut. You know? Oh, they've got something to retrieve. Oh, he's manning the cannon. Well, he was manning the cannon. Um, Golly, I'm getting freaking dizzy. Uh, Okay, so he's got this guy... Okay, oh, crew boarding. Oh, I see. I see. So he successfully pulled off a a crew board? Or he's stopping a crew board? Oh yeah, oh golly, didn't go well for that guy. You don't want to be in in the front of the line. That's that's a rough way to go. Like, yeah, we're boarding this. No, we're not. I stopped using Twitch because as soon as I click on a video, I get an ad. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Imagine if every time Lona's about to answer something, he hits ads, so you stay and wait for the answer. That's amazing. That's an excellent question. Uh, and my answer is a bit controversial. Uh, give me a second here. Now, a word from our sponsors. <laughs> They'd be like, what the frick is this guy doing? It's brilliant. The contention behind Ragnarok Collector's Edition not having a disc is because the other editions do have it, while the most expensive one doesn't, therefore paying more for less. I understand. I understand. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do with a disc, you know? You can put it in the the gaming console. Um, I'm forgetting what else you can do with it. Oh, yeah, you can take it out. You can take it out and uh, put it in its case and then uh, put it on a bookshelf. There's a lot of things you can do with with a disc, you know? I understand what you're saying, though. I'm just being silly. While I'm excited for the cat gameplay in this game, it seems like a cheap way to get players hooked. Give them the cat in the beginning, then no more cat during the rest of the game. (laughs) Yeah, where's the cat? Where's the cat? He's not on his perch! Did he get shot? If the cat can die, I don't know if I can play this game. You know? You can use it for a cup base? That's right, that's right. Okay, here we go, here we go. Look at these guys. They're just having a great time, you know? Look at them. Just having a ball. Just in their little studio. Shooting at each other. You know? Arrrr. We were playing uh, Jackbox. I got scolded for this one, but I'm going I'm to tell the story. So we were playing Jackbox uh, with my family over the trip. And one of the prompts was a great name for a Pirates single bar. And I said, looking for. Looking for some booty. (laughs) And I got scolded. I got scolded for that. I thought it was great. I'm looking for some booty. Like, that's a great name. If you, like, in the rare instance that you needed a singles bar just for pirates, I think that that fits. That's great for, for straight dudes. It's perfect for not straight dudes like it works it's it's absolutely uh universal it, you know maybe and and they get to define what the booty is that they're looking for an actual booty uh maybe they're just looking for some booty be, for food like for them it's food they just want to eat and hang out you know maybe you know you, there's a lot of different ways uh, to interpret that, you know. I've had enough for the day. <laughs> hey, I got a quiplash on that. I got I got all six votes when we played that. It's pay to win, buy cats to level up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but first, pirates. There you go. <laughs> yeah, booty equals gold, you know. <clears throat> That's a great name if you're not playing family friendly mode. <laughs> yeah, we had we had kids in the room, but there there were you know pirates' booty is a snack you can buy from the store. He means butts. Everything else is hearsay. Has Lona been drinking rum in honor of talking about pirates? No, 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 no. I uh, I, I I've got rum in the house. I got Kraken, and I didn't have any last night. I, I got to be careful with that stuff. Whew. That's a sitcom. The jokes write themselves. <laughs> uh, kids have the internet. They know about booty. Well, my kids don't. They're still young. They're 6 and 8. I mean, they know what a booty is. They'll say shake your booty, you know. So they thought it was funny just because I said the word booty. They they didn't get the actual meaning, you know. <laughs> Plunder that booty. There you go. They just plundered some right there. All that fighting for a case of wine. Man, you... They can pour themselves a mega pint now with that that case of five bottles of wine, Um, many Christmas, all that blood and treasure for like one night of drinking. Just that's the pirate life for me. How many people did you lose? Uh, seven or eight. One was like my brother. Another was like my lifelong friend. And, uh, you know, it was pretty brutal. I almost lost my entire arm. A cannonball just barely missed me. What'd you get? A couple bottles of wine, you know? We're gonna get drunk tonight, have headaches and hangovers tomorrow, and we're gonna do it all again. Like, what in the world? Are we talking about butt McStuffins or are we talking about pirate booty? The main character's in witness protection and has to pretend he's a pirate bartender with a big... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Seems like good risk-reward. Yeah, yeah, half your crew's dead. You know? And then you just you drown out the depression of all the people that you saw die with you know five, a couple bottles of wine. That's all you need. Well, you put that fire out really fast. Click of a button. Just like that. Just like that it appears no one is engaged in this game not one mention of the gameplay what do you mean i'm sitting here commentating the gameplay we're all having a good time Ghostface. what you're not having a good time watching this guy slowly turn his boat and shoot people this guy up here is land ho what if he yelled that every time he saw land so when you were in a fight like this that guy's just up there just absolutely losing his voice you know after about fifteen minutes, you're like, "Would you shut the frick up? <laughs> we're, we're in the middle of a battle, and now we're dead." Ooh, Sapper's going down. Oh man, Captain Boomer's way over there, and he is he is he's heading for the heading for the high seas. He doesn't want to fight anymore. I mean, it seems. Again, it looks like Sea of Thieves worse in every way. Now, I understand why people are going to compare this to Sea of Thieves. I do. If you're just tuning in, we're checking out Skull and Bones gameplay. This is from a Ubisoft forward stream that they did yesterday. Do me a favor. If you haven't pressed the like button, do that for me already. We've had a solid turnout this morning. We greatly appreciate you guys uh, doing that and being here. And make sure you're on live chat. If you haven't hit subscribe, hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. Let me know what you think of the gameplay and uh, also consider becoming a member a paying member gets into members only content and there will be lots of members only content today Um, I actually don't know what we're going to do this afternoon I thought maybe I would stream that Madison horror game just for members because it wasn't doing exceptionally well I don't think horror games do all that well on YouTube you know for streaming I think that's more of like a purple platform thing but I thought we might do that after we react to the Starfield leaks. So, we got a full day ahead of us. And then tonight, my wife and I will be playing games. We'll be playing Visage, and then I don't know how we're going to play Battleship on the PlayStation. That Those are the last two. Those are the last two things that... Um, those are the last two things that got covered... Or submitted by Tier 2. Well, there's the lemur. The lemur's back, but I don't see... I don't see... The, there's no sign of the cat. No sign of the kitty cat. Captain Wibbles over there. Maybe it's his cat because Captain Wibbles has a tiger for his avatar. There it is! Oh, Cap... Captain... Captain Wibbles? Yeah. I think. There was the cat. Cat's alive and well. What's up, what I missed? First thing I hear when I join the stream is you talking about booty. So I'm gonna assume I missed a lot. Yeah, yeah, you have. A lot of a lot of talk about booty. Uh, See if these have characters that look like they came from Disney. What do you mean? Oh yeah, let me go back to that. I understand the people comparing this to Sea of Thieves. I do, but I, I think this is a dramatically different game than Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves combat is so so unidimensional. It's very very basic. This game, there's like, excuse me, I don't know what ten to dif- ten to fifteen different weapon types uh, there's different ship types there's different armor types uh, there's a lot of different ways to approach the combat there's boarding there's, there's a cat there's a kitty cat there's lemurs um, there's a lot of things that I think sets us apart from from Sea of Thieves. Now, again, if, you, if you, you just look right here at this perspective, I think the open sea sailing is where is where games like this truly shine. I think there is something about the ocean, there's something about sailing on the ocean that calls to people. They, they want to be out there and just doing stuff. Uh, but I think the PvP elements are going to drive people to the PvE environments if they just want to kind of grind and be left alone. I thought the RoboCop and Terminator reveals were interesting. It might be hitting my nostalgia. I, listen, I love Hilly. Hilly is, Hilly's my brother, like, from another mother. You know, he's my brother, but I, I don't know why he was saying it looked amazing. I thought it looked awful. It literally made me think of cyberpunk shooting mechanics. I was like, this looks like trash. Now, I guess for, if it's a little indie studio, I'll be more gracious, you know, because CD Project Red is a giant company. Um, but I I thought the 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 RoboCop game looked absolutely horrible. I was so confused why anybody was excited. This looks like garbage. Can you launch the kitties and lemurs through the cannons to attack the other ship? Well, they've not quite figured out how to do that without just absolutely destroying the animal in the process. You know, just a bunch of blood and bones land on the the pirate ship so you know psychological warfare works at times but pirates don't really care about killing cats so you're not really going to disturb them you know you're not you're not fighting with you're not fighting a bunch of neighborhood cat ladies so here we have uh, some type of an outpost battle that's beginning they're they're launching their attack uh, at the fort and uh, now they've got their now they've got some people coming in and attacking them, and they're and analyzing the other boats <clears throat> while getting absolutely uh, blasted. The RoboCop game looks like uh, a blanking awful mobile game. Yeah, it truly looks terrible. You know what I mean? You just run out of cats pretty quick. A 10-year-old game, and everything about it is better than Skull and Bones. You can walk around uh, for a start on your ship. Oh, you talking about the Assassin's Creed Black Flag? Yeah, I mean that, Paul. You, you're not going to get disagreement from me on that at all. They built this on the bones of Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I don't know why they would cut all of the things out that made that game great. Like, let's be critical here. I, I, I think these guys seem really nice, and they have nice baseball caps on, and they, they seem like the kind of guys that would, you know, buy you a beer and 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 drink it with you you know and just be friendly so i don't have anything against them and i don't have anything against yubi some of you guys just hate yubi and i think some of it's irrational because they've made some fantastic games but if i'm going to be critical uh i'm going to say that i think the immersion and the brain translation of being a pirate I think it's going to just get shattered so fast. Um, It's just going to get shattered so fast because you're not doing anything as the pirate. You are literally just doing stuff from your boat. Does that make sense? It's almost like, you know those mech games? Well, what are you primarily focused on? Well, you're focused on your mech and getting into fights and making your mech suit awesome and just being an awesome mech. Well, being a pirate as an identity, as something that like feels cool, I think it's more than just like being in your boat, blowing stuff up and then being like, oh, I can go buy a pirate hat now. I think the walking around, the swagger, the getting off the boat, the getting in a sword fight, you know, I think all of those things being, those things being missing, I just don't know if this thing's going to get tethered to anybody's brain for very long you're not going to feel like you're in the game. Like, this is why I think Sea of Thieves could absolutely dominate as a pirate sim if they would just give people PVE servers, because they just want to be a pirate they want to get cool things level up, work on their battle pass, go on cool missions and stories, and they can't do it because they had a couple bad experiences and they're like, I don't want to go back in there and get shot or griefed or whatever the frick and so they stay away I'm, I'm telling you, Sea of Thieves could dominate as a pirate sim it could because if you and it wouldn't be much of a pirate game if people couldn't steal your stuff. Well, there's plenty of ways to get killed and attacked in that game without some idiot getting you at an outpost because he's a douche. You see what I'm saying? So this game has like it. Think of it this way: you've got three pieces to the pie of being a pirate. You've got the ship and the sailing. That's one slice of the pie. You've got the pirate himself, like what he looks like, and then you've got like the being the pirate, like going and doing stuff, chopping somebody down with a cutlass or having a, having a gun or a, or, you know, a a flintlock musket or, you know what I'm saying? You have all those things. So this is like a 66% pirate game. There's a big 33% chunk that's just, like, missing. It's just not there. You walk around an outpost, you're like, what's up, man? I got this cool leather jacket and this hat on. What do you got for me? And they hand you a quest, and then you just go back to your boat. How are you going to play a pirate game without people trying to steal your stuff? But that happens even in a PvE environment in Sea of Thieves. And you're acting like that's the only way to play a pirate sim game. Okay, there are plenty of sim games that don't have that element. How are you going to have a city sim builder without rampant poverty and crime? I mean, that's what it is to run a city. Like, what the frick? No one would enjoy that. You know, congratulations. Your city's coming along well. Poverty is up and the homeless are dying it's the winter time and they're all freezing to death oh and you've got people uh breaking into homes and all y'all is crime so now you gotta balance funding between schools bridges and the cops what are you gonna do well no one would want to play a game like that for very long if your city was constantly getting disrupted and attacked by other players that's a real-time strategy game I don't want to play a real-time strategy game. I want to play a sim game. Well, here comes Dave, and he loves playing city sim games, and he's a gang leader, and he's brought, you know, his, you know, when you're a jet, you're the jet all the way, you know, from your first cigarette to your last dying day. And here he comes, and he just burns your city to the ground. And you're like, "That's great. I I don't want to play that." In a sim game, if you have poverty and crime, you can build social programs and police stations, you can mitigate the effect. Right, but that's part and parcel to the rhythm of the game. It's not like somebody coming in and doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's another player coming in and doing that. There are pirates in Sea of Thieves that will attack you, right? Right? There are pirates in Sea of Thieves that will attack you. They will wreck your boat. They will steal your stuff. There's big uh, there's the Megalodon. There's the sharks. There's there's all these other things. I don't need another player to come in and ruin my game for it to feel real or something. So you're okay with bots trying to steal your stuff but not real people? Yes, because usually those mechanics are built into the game in a more sensible way players become cannibalistic, grief focused. They just they're, they're just douchebags. Like, you see what I'm saying? Do, so let me ask you something. When you're playing through a mission in the game and the boss or a, like a, an enemy kills you, it can be a little frustrating. Is it as frustrating as when some guy kills you 3 different times in a PVP map and he's like spawn camping you? Which which is going to frustrate you faster, do you think? And that's the point that I'm making, is that if I'm playing some city sim game, and built within it is a mechanic that I must mitigate, which is, you know, crime and poverty, and I'm mitigating that through, you know, building and spending my money appropriately and managing the pain points of the game to feel like I'm overcoming a challenge, which gives me a feeling of success, as well as a feeling of progression, as well as a feeling of, of completionism, Okay. But in walks this guy who he's a PvP player, and he comes in, he starts burning, uh, you know, burning my things to the ground. And now I suddenly have to divert all of my attention to this guy. So everything that I've been working on and enjoying, all of that gets put on a back burner. All of that gets sidelined, and I'm like, oh, I, I, I've got to, I've got to take care of this. I've got some guy burning my city to the ground. It becomes this disjointed, dissonant focus shift where, man, I wanted to boot up and play Sea of Thieves and grind some quests with my buddy or run some quests with my wife, and I've got some idiot who won't leave us alone. Great. Great. An hour and a half of my time has been wasted because that's the way this guy wants to play the game. Not some easily mitigated, managed pain point of the game that gives me a sense of progress and achievement without overstraining the player's sense of, like, irritation and stress. Bots are more predictable and less interesting? Your opinion. It's No one cares what you think when they sit down to play. Are they like man, I really wonder what controller sports thinks about this. No, they're like, man, I just want to kind of run around and do stuff and not be bothered by another player. I don't understand what's so hard to, to, to understand about that. I prefer a more challenging player to play against. Yeah, and so, you know what's funny? You prefer a more challenging player? Guess what? You would love a PvP server. Do you want to know why? Because all the sweatband-wearing pvp players would be in there waiting to challenge you and give you hell and you could go in there and sweat it out and 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 have a ball and guess what I would do I'd never go in there I'd be like brother I have a beer cracked I have my feet propped it's the end of the week I am sailing the seas with my wife and we see pirates or we see a megalodon, we're just going to sail around them. We're just going to find some treasure. And we're going to have fun doing it. That's the point. That's the point. And if games start to realize that there are players on both ends of the spectrum, and when you don't give players on both ends of the spectrum what they're looking for, the griefers take over. It's happened time and time again. I don't understand the desire to relax and chill in a pirate game, why is why is a pirate's life like automatically stressful and awful? I don't understand that either. Your presumptions equally dumb, I guess. Like you're, insin- you're insinuating that I have a dumb presumption. Your presumptions dumb. Well, that's dumb. You you've got no reason to think that a pirate's life should be stressful. Truth be told, pirates are ruthless and stress out other people. They're not going around like in fear of like, oh no, I have this measly treasure chest to bring back to an outpost and somebody might attack me. No, a pirate is supposed to be ruthless and feared. They're supposed to be the terror of the high seas, so it's equally dumb to presume that I'm going to play a pirate game and be constantly under threat and fear and can't relax and have a good time, right? Like, it's that both presumptions are based on what you're looking for. They're not based on facts. If you're gonna base it on facts, there is no era of time where like the high seas were just nothing but pirates going at it hammer and tongs. And oh, let's talk about hmm, I don't know, mythical creatures and skellymen. You're taught you're trying to add a sense of realism to a game where you fight skelly men and megalodons, and you 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 get to go up to a mermaid to respawn. So, neither presumption's rooted in facts. It's rooted in preference. You think of pirates, and you think it's going to be PvP. It's going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. And I'm like, doesn't have to be. Right? That'd be like saying, who wants to play a cowboy game and relax? I might. I might want to play a cowboy game and work on my ranch. I might want to play a cowboy game and Rustle up some cattle or go look for gold or get in a shootout. I don't always need to be fearful that in a cowboy game, I'm going to get my head blown off as like I'm walking back to town with my my, you know, cow to sell or something like everybody has different presumptions about what would make for a great cowboy game. Sailing around, exploring, treasure hunting, that sounds relaxing and could be fun to get lost in the world. Having to look over my shoulder for griefers, instant nope for me. Exactly. There's so many other ways to be a pirate. Just navigating the seas, sailing, and looking for and looking for treasure through clues. I, like that right there sounds awesome. And that doesn't have to be stressful. It doesn't have to be stressful. It's it's a presumption based in my preference. When I think about being a pirate, I don't think about being some ruthless cutthroat killer who's got the entire army after me. I think man it'd be awesome to find weird mysterious islands and look for treasure that was hidden long ago and deduced, you know, deduce and use these clues like that's my preference and my presumption, it can't be wrong it's rooted in cliches and tropes about pirates just the same as yours is presumptions about a pirate game being awful and villainous and anybody at any point in time could kill you and steal your stuff, okay that is all presumption based upon your own perceived idea of what a pirate game would be and The beauty of it is, is if you had PvE servers and PvP servers and there was an incentive to go into the PvP servers, you'd get like double or triple, you know, progress. That adds risk-reward, that adds player preference and volition, and you get to do what you want! You get to go play that pirate game! And the grand irony is that every time this debate comes up, is the people that think it should be this way, and there should be people dying, and our boats are sinking, and people are crying and feeling like they had their night ruined, that would still continue to happen and it would be more of a healthy environment because you would go into that server and know I'm taking a huge risk coming in here. Anytime I get a quest done, there's a massive amount of payout that can come from it and I might get attacked on the way back. and, and, And you would have to add risk reward for the aggressors you can boot up right now and be an aggressor and you you never once lose anything you're just a total terror of the high seas and if you fail or get blown up no worries you lose nothing you just get another boat and you can do it all over again sounds like you want to be a sailor no you ignored everything i said a pirate Finding mysterious rumored islands with treasure. That's what pirates do in so many of the movies. Watch Pirates of the Caribbean. How many pirates are out there? There's like two ships. And they spend a bunch of their time looking for something that's lost. And they got a map. And they're, and they're the terror. They're the thing to be feared. They're not like every five seconds being like, Oh, captain! We got pirates off to the west on the high seas. We got to go to the right. No, they're just, that. That's not happening at all. That that's not a thing. That, you don't. That's not a sailor. You want to be a Disney cartoon pirate? No, there's plenty of books about pirates that are like that. That's not an actual accurate description of a pirate, is it? And you think Sea of Thieves is going for an accurate description of pirates? What pirates are you basing this off of? What? That's an adventure explorer. According to you. According to me and the books I've read and the movies I've watched, that's what pirates do. Right? They they go out in search of treasure. They're not going out and killing people and sinking ships. They're like, no, I, we're going to find this treasure. We got this map. Right here. X marks the spot. There are way more there are m- way more pirate tropes that are in line with what I'm saying than what you're saying. You're picking some one-dimensional version of a pirate that all he cares about is going out and killing and sinking ships. You read books like Treasure Island or you watch movies like Pirates of the Caribbean and they're like, what What do you mean? Like They're, they're going and looking for treasure to, 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 to be wealthy and awesome and renowned. They're not like a killer. Now, there are pirates that are known for that, and that's exactly why giving people the option. There's a spectrum of pirates in all of the pirate fiction that we have. You're playing a fictional game. It's totally made up. And there's a spectrum within pirate fiction of the people who want to go get the treasure and find the islands and become incredibly wealthy, And then, there's the ruthless killers that make people walk the plank and want to sink every boat in the sea. Right? That's the cartoon pirate trope. It's a cartoon pirate game, Eugene! It's a cartoon pirate game! Have you ever played Sea of Thieves? There's nothing about it that's realistic! And I don't even know if that's a cartoon pirate trope. I don't even know if that's a cartoon pirate trope. You think that that's all they ever did was go and kill people? That's all they wanted to do? There's plenty of- There's plenty of mythical stories about pirates looking for buried treasure. Most of the stories, that's the focal point. The whole focal point of the story is X marks the spot, going and finding treasure. The irony is you're dealing in a narrow stereotype and I'm not. That's the grand irony of this debate is the narrow stereotype of the killers, the, the 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 terrors of the high seas. That's more narrow than what I'm saying. What I'm talking about is the more commonly seen thing in all of pirate fiction is X marks a spot. We're looking for buried treasure. And if you get in our way, yeah, we'll take you down. But we're not just looking for ships to sink. Come on, dancing cursed cannonballs are 100% real and accurate. It's a cartoon pirate game. So yes, it's completely fair for me to look at the game and be like, Bro, I'd love to grind that out and make my ship green and yellow and gold and shimmering and have floating skulls on it. That'd be awesome. Oh, sorry. You want to be a cartoon pirate this here it looks like a cartoon pirate game but it's not go too long without eating a banana you're gonna get scurvy drink the wrong water you're gonna get dysentery sail into the wrong sea you're gonna get sunk like come on pirates varied from hardened criminals to retired and deserting naval officers some of you need to read a book that's what i'm saying Like, that's all the pirates did, apparently, is, like, load up a boat and go try to kill people and sink boats. It's Like, that's the narrow... That's the narrow stereotype. Do you think they were constantly risking life and limb and their boat to just be like, well, let's just go sink? Now, obviously, modern-day pirates, yeah, that's all they're doing. They live on the seas, and they're trying to find ways to, you know, to plunder and survive. For sure. For sure. But that's not what this game is rooted in. Sea of Thieves is quite literally rooted in... All of the pirate fictional cartoon tropes. Skelly men. Skull and crossbones. The Jolly Roger. Like mystical stories. And oh I don't know. Johnny Depp. You know playing. Captain Jack Sparrow. It is literally. Built. It's built on the backs. Of all of the cartoon pirate tropes. But then we want to act like if you want to play in a non-PVP, non-violent way you're somehow a weirdo you know, it's like, huh this has all the hallmarks of a cartoon pirate story, and I'm the weirdo for not wanting to get in fights all the time I thought you were talking Skull and Bones oh no, I was talking Sea of Thieves, Skull and Bones already has the options Yeah, Skull and Bones has the options of if you don't want a PVP, you don't have to Because I was mentioning all the things in Sea of Thieves. I was mentioning uh, the Megalodon. I was mentioning the... I didn't mention the Kraken, but the Kraken. There's big, huge pirate ships. I was debating a guy, and we were we were actively debating about Sea of Thieves. And he was saying, oh, non-real players are boring. And I'm like, there's plenty of things in Sea of Thieves that are a threat to you that can sink your boat and, and you just have to mitigate them. And I drew the analogy to like a city builder. Like a city builder has those things that can be mitigated. You feel that sense of progression and you overcome a challenge. Yay, awesome. That's not the same as somebody coming into your city builder and lighting it on fire. That's the definition of the word. Who the British decided to call one is another thing. They were Ferengi, not Klingons. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, skull and bones is more rooted in naval battle anyway it's a completely different approach to a pirate game we actually talked about that a little bit ago i think that skull and bones is like 66 percent full if i'm filling the glass full like 33 percent is naval battles and having an awesome ship the other 33 percent is just looking awesome you want to look like a pirate you want to dress walk and talk like a pirate and then the other 33 percent is like being a pirate getting in sword fights, getting off your boat, swimming in the water, like walking around an island, using your, your flintlock, you know, your guns and your, in your, your, your muskets and stuff. And that's not in the game. So that's why I'm like, there's 33% missing, which is why I think people are going to struggle to justify buying the game at full price. They're like, why am I going to buy a full price game where I'm literally on the boat, like 80% of the time. And when I'm off the boat, it's purely, like, it's like the tower in Destiny. Like, the tower serves no purpose. Right? Imagine Destiny was a completely different game. And you were always in your spaceship. And you were always in dogfights and and space battles. And then you would go to the tower and, like, walk around and see your character and get assignments and bounties and then, whoop, get back on your ship. That's Skull and Bones. Like... Skull and Bones, you're, you're just... like I feel like they're missing a significant element of the game, which is unfortunate because it's built on on the bones. No pun intended. It's built on the bones of Assassin's Creed Black Flag. For me, what Lona describes as a pirate is an adventurer or an explorer of the sea, hence I relate it to a sailor or a naval captain or so. Right, but King Arthur, there are plenty of stories of pirates that fit my description. Those stories aren't wrong or incorrect. It's fiction. It's an idea. It's, it's, you take a nugget of truth and then you mushroom it up into some fantasy story, right? So, you not thinking that's a pirate is completely irrelevant because there's plenty of pirate fiction out there that is quite literally a treasure hunter. Like, Laura Croft... For all intents and purposes, as a tomb raider, she's like a modern day pirate. Indiana Jones, like modern day pirates, they're like going around and raiding tombs and looking for stuff. Now, obviously, they turn they turn it into museums and stuff. You're not a pirate unless you violate maritime law. Again, none of that matters. It's fiction. There, like there, that's you just agreed with me. Definitely not a pirate for me. If it doesn't do what pirates should according to the definition. I didn't disagree with you. It's not a pirate, it's a treasure hunter. No, I didn't agree with you. You're playing you're playing sleight of hand, which is an uncharitable way to argue. I did not agree with you. There's plenty of pirate fiction where a pirate is looking for treasure. They're a treasure hunter. But they're still described and called a pirate. You cannot win this debate because there's way Way too much pirate fiction in existence that agrees with me. You're doing the tried and true weak argument of, well, here's my definition doesn't square with my definition. Therefore, it's not a pirate. That's the weakest way to argue. You could do that with anything. Well, a video game is only this. Therefore, all these other things that I don't like are not video games. That is quite literally the weakest way to argue. Because you can always adjust the goalposts. You can always tweak your definition to invalidate everything that doesn't fit with it. That's not a way to argue a position at all. You're not the arbiter of pirate. There, There's way, way too many books, comics and movies about pirates that have nothing to do with sinking ships and killing people. It's looking for treasure. That's but it's not my definition. It's That's the word's definition. Okay, but... What's funny about this is... I guarantee you, there's multiple meanings. A person who attacks and robs ships at sea, that's the noun. But then you can use it as a verb, to rob or plunder. Like you can do all kinds of things. Here's other definitions. A person who appropriates or reproduces the work of another for profit without permission. A person or organization that broadcasts radio or television programs without official authorization. So what they're doing is is they're taking the word pirate and they're basically saying anybody who steals something that's not theirs is basically a pirate. They're taking something from somebody else. So that's what pirates would do in a lot of the stories. They would find out and say, oh my gosh, we there's this, there's this buried treasure. It's not ours. It's the buried treasure of so-and-so. Let's go get it. Like, you're going, and again, that's a fallacy. Appeal to definition is a fallacy. You're just appealing to the definition of the word and acting like nothing else can fall under that meaning. So treasure island... That's not a pirate. Uh, Captain Jack Sparrow is not a pirate. Uh, None of these guys are pirates because they were more concerned with treasure and looking for mythical islands and rumors. They weren't really attacking other ships and stealing from them. Therefore, they're not pirates. Appealing to a definition is just a fallacy. Like, you're not actually making an argument. You're just saying, well, because the definition is this, then nothing else fits inside this definition. Like, I I don't live my life according to to the dictionary. Words have a range of meaning. We know this. We've talked about this before. There's a number of fictional pirate characters who do not murder or plunder. Simple Google search will confirm. I'll concede that stealing a treasure would qualify as theft. The whole point is, every single pirate in history, whether you're going historical figure of pirate or fictional characters of pirates, they're not all exactly the same. Right, they're not. They're some of them. Yes, are ruthless killers, but some of them are literally just interested in finding treasure. That's all they care about. Now, their boat might be stolen, and the treasure they find is probably stolen, arguably. But they're not out sinking ships and killing people. I guarantee you, they were nonviolent pirates. They didn't believe in killing. They were like, no. We're just interested in treasure. If we have to sink a boat, we'll sink a boat. But we're not out here looking for people to kill. I'm not saying that that was the common theme. It probably wasn't. But literally in the last Pirates of the Caribbean movie, the entire story revolves around them trying to find the Trident of the Sea, a.k.a. treasure hunting. Some of the most decorated British sailors in history were labeled as pirates. There you go there you go, look at what Creature's saying look at the history of the term a decorated British soldier was labeled as a pirate because they, what, they would they break from the the military or something? I actually don't know the history of it I was purely arguing from the fiction there's just, there's plenty of pirate fiction at our disposal to show that pirates don't have to be ruthless killers and boat sinkers they can literally just be looking for treasure can't be a pirate if you don't steal, otherwise you're just a sailor or an explorer. But when you're going and looking for buried treasure, that's not your treasure. You're not a squirrel looking for a nut that you buried. You find clues to treasure that somebody buried. And you go and you steal it, and then you sell it for money. Like, that's literally what you do in Sea of Thieves. Like, let's say you ignore, um... If you ignore the big uh, outposts and raids or whatever and you just focus on the NPCs and grab quests from them, that's literally all you're ever doing. You're you're finding somebody's buried treasure and stealing it. I I was never arguing that these were good people or they weren't thieves. I was saying they don't need to go and sink and kill and rob boats to be a pirate. They can completely avoid that entirely. Do you honestly think like a pirate would be like yeah let's go attack a bunch of naval fleets no they were probably sticking to the either small boats or they'd go to towns you know they'd probably pillage and shoot and kill That that they'd probably kill in those environments stealing from the dead isn't stealing it's liberating funds from grandma she doesn't need it anymore <laughs> is a rabbit hole about pirates a booty hole oh my gosh Zubair See if thieves literally has thieves in the name. Yeah, yeah, and you can steal in a variety of ways in that game. You don't have to actively steal from other players. You can you can quite literally spend the entire time stealing and you are not stealing from another player and you're still being a thief. You are still living the life of a pirate. So, and, and my my criticism of that game has always been it is the single most juxtaposed game I have ever seen. It is the single most juxtaposed game I've ever seen in my life. It looks like a cartoon and what are you grinding for? Clothes. And decorations for your ship. It's a cosmetically driven game here I'll put up skull and bones again and it's incredibly hardcore it takes like listen let me explain something to you even if you got onto a server where you played for like a week straight and not a single person messed with you right Poseidon just blessed you with like invisibility like no other people no other live players see you You 100% would still take a super long time to get anything accomplished. The progress in Sea of Thieves is so incredibly slow, you could spend a week playing every night, never have a bad experience, never run into a real player, and it would still be a slog to get anything. Would you rather grind be for the uh, other than faction rep and cosmetics? I actually think that's a great grind because it gives you a sense of power, it gives you a sense of progress and prestige in the game. I don't need to defeat other players to feel that. Look at my boat. Look at my pirate. Look at my gun. Look at look at look at all the things I've done. To uh, you could even have like a that's something they could do too. Is you could you could go to they could have an island that when you get there it instances you in and you could have your own little fort. Do you see how much potential they're missing out on? Imagine you go to an island, okay? And it's just like a public server island and you're getting treasure or whatever. And you really like the island, you think it's dope. And you decide to build a fort there. It creates an instance that you can visit, and when you go there, obviously you have to instance into it because you can't you can't have you can't have everybody building in the game. It's not a big enough game. You instance in, and yet now you're spending your blood and treasure building a pirate fort. You got like a, a little house and a shack, and you've maybe you're working on, you know, who, who the frick knows. But that's the potential that game has. And I feel like they just waste it on a, a game that lands in the mid. In my opinion, I feel like that game lands in the mid. Because the combat is super super chintzy and, and and mediocre at best the guns, the cannons, the boats it's all mediocre there's not an ounce of that game that feels serious and yet it actually is quite serious and quite grindy and quite hardcore. I like the idea of base building in Sea of Thieves I don't know what they're doing seven years, you can't walk and explore islands, you can't move in the ship, you can't melee fight it's really weird Sub-Zero it's really weird that they took that out They've not took that out but it's not, in the, it's not in this game you can also go fishing in Sea of Thieves so we could always call it Deadliest Catch because of the constant fear or danger of being attacked while you got uh, your rod in your hands ship combat's quite fun in my opinion I didn't say it wasn't fun Sven it's just very basic it's very basic. It's fun. It's cool. But there's not a lot to it. You're, you're going to repeat the same process a lot of the times and repeat the same basic strategy a lot of the times. This game has quite a lot to the combat. There's ways to make sure your boat is incredibly defended with, like, armor. Uh, there's ways to make the ship faster. There's ways to make the ship stronger. M- more cannons, less cannons. A flamethrower, a rocket launcher, right? Like, there's just more... Permutations of combat in this—that's not a slam on Sea of Thieves. I don't think Sea of Thieves needs to have all those things because, at its heart, it's—it's it's not a—it's not a combat-focused game. Historically, pirates aren't the 100% of pirate working time in the sea. I think in that age, almost 16, 18 1680 to 1700, wood, arms, food, and really hard to get, and losing at the sea in a storm or no—no uh, no sense battle. I'm not sure what you're trying to say. The boarding being a cutscene rubs me uh, wrong more than I thought it would in Skull and Bones. Yeah, it feels like a quick... It doesn't even feel like a quick time event. It makes it feel like a mobile game. Maybe there is melee combat. It just showed a player throwing a spear. No, that's a hunting. That's a specific thing that you do, Smash. You get on, like, the side of the boat and you, like, you can hunt animals and then attach them to the side of the boat. It's... Everything's contained. You don't even do that in like a smooth motion. You decide that you're going to hunt and then you're like on the side of the boat and then you're just looking for stuff and throwing spears. There's no melee combat in this. This is this is from the devs themselves. It reminds me of the mini cutscenes in Outriders. Right, 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 right. Give me one second. Fortunately, I don't see Derek here, but I can't stop thinking about... What's wrong with saying boat? Skull and Bones, you can't look for hidden treasure in PvE. Would that not put you off of it? Yeah, I'm not really interested in playing this game for an extended period of time. I would play it for a pretty short amount of time, I would think. Like, it'd be fun to, like, grind out, level up the boat, kind of learn the content loot, but yeah, I don't don't think I would like it that much. Plunder Pass for the win. Oh, is it, like, a Season Pass? Season 6 Plunder Pass? Yeah, you get all... Yeah. They have such a good... I look at Sea of Thieves the same way I look at Fortnite. I look at Sea of Thieves and I see an engine and I see a playground that they could do so much with. Have I mentioned I love this Dark Roast? Thank you, Zubair. Yeah, guys, don't forget excuse me don't forget that Reforge Roast now lives at reforgeroast.com And you can use the coffee command in chat or if you're listening to this or watching this elsewhere. Links below. Go to reforgeroast.com Nice and clean and looking good. And I don't know, did we update? Let me check and see if we updated the links below. Uh, It might be the old. Yeah, it's still the old. Hang on, I'm going to update that. The old hyperlink will still take you uh, to the coffee. But I just switched it to Reforge, and then I'll go in here to the upload defaults so that that link is now the correct uh, link. Reforge Roast. There we go. It's got a charm, and a lot of people fall in love with. Yeah, there's something about Sea of Thieves. Like I think that like they nailed certain elements of the game like they just they just did i just i don't know i it's i don't know so reforge com, and uh if i don't shout out your orders we're working on that i should i should start getting notified i gotta set up a new email on my phone britain gave out permits to privateers mercenaries during the wars to take out or steal from enemy ships People continue to do it after the permit expired are called pirates and wanted men. Got it. Yo, it's good, Harry? I think Black Flag is the best pirate game ever, and that that's is that cover all aspects of pirate life. Looks like Skull and Bones just covers the navy naval battles and boarding enemy ships and fighting is just a cutscene. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm here. What's good, Lethal? So that cutscene of them jumping off the boat is just a cutscene? Yes. Yeah, you don't actually get to do anything when you board. You just board and then they show you something. Bought a couple of light roasts yesterday, but had a technical hiccup in the process. Creature was super helpful getting that sorted. Not usually a coffee drinker, but looking forward to trying this. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I didn't print any orders last night. Uh, we had a date night. We uh, We had a date night. And so I just didn't do... Been a rough few weeks i can't lie uh what about you well i just got back from a trip yeah we have four orders right now uh abe the two people from yesterday and then bm i believe you're in here i believe you're in here i don't know if you're the there's there's somebody in here there's somebody in here to canada sorry to hear that harry i i just got back from a trip that was really enjoyable and uh yeah gotta get to class have a nice day all right see you techno yeah, let me get the next thing uh, scheduled. We got we got Starfield leaks that I'm gonna be reacting to. Um, Yo, death. Thank you so much for renewing your membership. You are the best. Welcome back in, my friend. Thanks for keeping that membership going. Uh, Starfield leaks. VOD. And then the other thumbnail. Starfield leaks. Live. Okay. Starfield. Gaming news, Starfield news. Okay. Yeah, we gotta get the next stream scheduled. This one went a little bit longer than I anticipated. I thought we would get into the Sea of Thieves debate. It was a fun debate. Um, I know people have different perspectives on it, and I, I feel like I try to remain consistent and not say, this game should change for me, or they, you know, whatever. I typically just say, if they did this, I feel like a lot more people would come and play the game. It wouldn't be identity disrupting. Um, like the From Software easy mode debate, I feel like is identity disrupting to those games. It's part and parcel uh, to the game's identity. It's part and parcel to the game's Like build style. Um, uh, what's the game where you play as toys? It's coming soon, I think. Yeah, that game's actually been out for a while on Steam. And it is called. It's in the game suggest room, and members suggest games. Hypercharge, yeah. Hypercharge is been on Steam for a while, actually. Um, and we have a room in the Discord called suggest games for all members. Excuse me, and um, you can submit games there if you want. I find it interesting that no one's made the game that you want. Shouldn't the market have produced that product if it's so in demand? I don't know if it's in demand. I think philosophically, once a game like that is popular, it's kind of like what No Man's Sky did, right? It's like the game gets popular, and then people provide the feedback, and then No Man's Sky was like, "Okay, we'll make the animals look cooler, and we'll make the planets have more, more plant life and more animal life." Okay. I think people came in to see if thieves. I think it's like Fortnite, right? People came into Fortnite, Fortnite goes, it organically gets popular, Everybody, everybody's playing it and liking it, and eventually a lot of us kind of drift away from the game because of the building. So Fortnite says, hey, let's try a no-building mode, limited-time event. It's so popular, they make it a permanent mode. I think in Sea of Thieves, it's a similar situation. You have people that interacted with the game, the, the cartoonish style, the charm, the sailing, the relaxation... The, the, just the vibe of the game, and they're like, man, I, uh, I, I kind of want to play this game, but I just I don't want to deal with the PvP. I think it would be like the no build mode in Fortnite. Now that they've kind of tasted and felt it, they would be, uh, they'd be willing to come back. They'd be like, yeah, hey, I'll come back and play. They've offered PVE. I think the challenge, Eugene is, if somebody tried to build that game now, it wouldn't get off the ground, because everybody would just compare it to Sea of Thieves. They'd be like, just a Sea of Thieves knockoff, just a Sea of Thieves ripoff. I mean, look what happened to, to the Starfield trailers. It was just, it was nothing but No Man's Sky comparisons. So that, that, that early, that early arrival, you know, makes it hard on the latecomer. So, I'm not saying there's some crazy huge market demand for a pirate sim game. What I am saying is, Sim games are crazy popular, and Sea of Thieves has all the pieces and parts to build a very, very fun sim game. A very great pirate sim game. That's not what they want to do? That's fine. I'm not saying they, sh- they have to. I'm saying, man, if you did, buddy, I feel like a lot of people would come back and would play this game. And would dig in and spend money and spend hours and they would grind. And they'd build their own little outpost and they'd have an awesome ship and maybe a fleet of ships, who knows. We're talking about adding custom servers and see if Thieves? Yeah, I would wonder what that would look like. Like, what would be the point of a custom server? You know? Like, what would be the, the reasoning behind it? What would you do? Update on custom servers... Uh, duh, duh. ability to set up a custom server customization of ship numbers and types prior to starting generation of a code to distribute to community members to allow them to join no gold or reputation progress yeah so it would just be they're going to test it with the insiders it's to allow creative players the opportunity to use our sandbox to create unique experiences for their communities. They are not intended to be used as a PvE server. Hence the removal or ability to earn gold and rep. You can see right there, they know that's what people want. They're like, yeah, that's not that's not what this is for. Yo, thank you Lethal for three light roasts ordering that reforged roast, man. community events through discord yeah it would be like a community server but you wouldn't make any progress so I guess you'd have to make up games or something you know what I mean you'd have like everybody in a small boat and one big boat and you would call it like you know Moby Dick or something and like everybody's trying to hunt down the big boat you know that might not last very long you know you might sink that boat super duper fast um you could come up with like fun little fun little modes and fun little rules and Things like that. Black Flag was my favorite Assassin's Creed, particularly for pirating. Is Skull and Bones even close to that? YouTube just reminded me to run ads, guys. I'm not going to, but every time we, we get the reminder to run ads, I'm asking somebody to gift five members. We're gonna we're gonna try to we're gonna try and show them we're showing them how it's done, chat. We're showing them how it's done. So who's up next? For Gift and Five members on the, on the, hey, you should run some ads, uh, alert that they have now programmed into the dashboard. (laughs) I swear every live streamer should do this and they'll run a report and be like, huh, (laughs) maybe mid rolls during a live stream is just not as, not as useful as other things, as other ways. I think racing games are a good example for the sim argument. Sometimes you want full-on, ultra-realistic sims like iRacing. Other times you just want Need for Speed Burnout ETC. I'd come back to see if these, that they brought in PvE. I would. I've got two TVs in my living room set up for it right now. My wife and I would play. There it is. Thank you, Danza-tastic. Five gifted members now available. If you guys click Allow Gifts in the chat or click the green box above, Welfare got one. Harry got one. Uh, A boogie, no hoodie. Reg, Jacob. There they go. Five gifteds. I'll take this one, but no more. I already did ten. No problem, Danza. No problem. All right. There we go. I don't know who's next on deck to do that. (laughs) Now's a good time to promote Reforged Roast, and it's low acidity with amazing flavor. Start your day Whatever you give up. Yeah, let, let me do a brief uh, commercial because we are going to shift gears here in a little bit. Something awesome that Creature did on uh, reforgeroast.com for your coffee snob friends that are interested. You can go to About the Coffee. Right? Guys, make sure and thank Dan Zatastic for those gifted members. So you can go to About the Coffee and scroll down and we have all the information here about... Uh, the profile, so light roast is city plus profile, which means it's roasted at a temperature that maintains the flavor and you don't taste the roast. Uh, So it gives it a very smooth finish, which is why it has that balanced um, uh, balanced acidity. It's 100% Arabica, as opposed to Robusta which means it's a higher quality coffee Uh, Arabica is just a thing that coffee snobs look for they don't want the Robusta coffee Uh, and the flavor palette is listed up here The Light Roast is a low-acidic custom blend of citrus, milk, chocolate, and cream with honey undertones. So that flavor comes through very smooth, extremely drinkable, and the City Plus profile really, really helps with that. Now, the Dark Roast, they roast it longer, hotter. French Roast is the profile, so you do taste more of the roast than the flavor, but this is where the flavor comes in to help with that. Raspberry, Dark Chocolate, and Anise with honey. Wonderful flavor. Dark Roast is one of, is, is, it, it, Dark Roast, and, in light roast, are always like neck and neck in sales, <clears throat> and also 100% Arabica uh, as opposed to Robusta, and then uh, these the coffees are from South America, processed using natural and pulp natural processes, which impart sweetness and complexity, uh, and so these are these are South American source beans, and uh, and then the Frickmas is down here. We don't have this available right now. This is our holiday blend, and it has green grape which is why it has that crisp, seasonal finish that, for whatever reason, makes it taste like a great Christmas coffee. Uh, and it is full city profile, so it is roasted slightly, slightly hotter than the light, uh, but again keeping the roast flavor down <clears throat> and the smoothness and the balanced acidity well in place. Yo, J-Jab. Ah. Uh, Thank you so much, JJab, for a brand new membership. That might be your second month. A lot of people who got gifted members have decided to jump back in. We are doing a lot more members content on the channel. I'm a big coffee snob. Cuban coffee is my go-to. You're the man. I'll probably sell gift later. Thank you, Dan Zatastic. I appreciate that. Yeah, right now, um, so our, our highest amount of members that we got to, uh, I believe it was 1,700. We didn't quite get to the 1800. We might have gotten to the 1800 and unlocked an emote. I can't remember if we got to 1800 or not. We were somewhere between 1700. Uh, Yeah, we didn't hit 1800. I'm looking at the dashboard right now. So we got to the 1700s. And right now we are sitting on just under 1200 members. So we're always going to have... uh, We're always going to lose members every day because so many were gifted last month. So if you were gifted and you no longer have a badge, consider jumping back in for the 5 bucks a month you're going to be getting members content almost every single day of the week as well as those Friday night streams with Madam um, yeah we got rid of the Frickmas emote because we don't have the coffee right now we'll probably have those coffee emotes redone anyway and then we'll bring back the Frickmas at that time because uh, the coffee is now reforged roast and so the microphone isn't even a part of the branding uh, of the coffee so we will, we'll, we'll update those um, so yeah love the dark roast thank you Um, so yeah, the, the, the members are always going to be kind of dropping. Um, so it's going to be hard to maintain certain member numbers unless a lot of the gifted members jump in on their own the next month, sort of raising the member floor. Uh, and that way we can have, you know, more features and more things unlocked for you guys. Uh, that is something that we're considering right now. As long as we're above 1,000, you know, Madam's on cam for Madam streams. I'm not quite sure what the 1,500 would be. Like, as long as we're maintaining 1,500, I don't know what that would look like. Like, maybe we're doing something weekly as long as we're above 15. Oh, I didn't update the shirt command. This is obviously not a Black Panther shirt. This is a Punisher shirt uh, from the TV show. I believe they have a Punisher collection. They do they do. Yo, JJab not just jumping in with a membership, but JJab gifting 5 memberships. Con- Connor, MJ, Vig Gaming, Soliloquy and the Sideline Podcast grabbed them super fast. Guys, make sure and thank JJab for that. That is very very generous and kind. Thank you for doing that, JJab. Um We one of the reasons I'm being anti-Adroll which YouTube is, you know, they probably want us running ads. I don't have a problem with ads on YouTube. I don't like running ads during a show. Uh, thanks for the gift last month. There we go. Paying it forward. Thank you, Jjab, Mr. Glum coming in with five gifted memberships. Thank you so much. Steven grabbed one. Elgin, Ghostface, Hiram, and QBZ. Guys, make sure and thank Mr. Glum for that. That's awesome. That just pushed us right up into 1,200 members again. Thank you guys so much for maintaining just such a good member count um i was thinking maybe if we were at 1500 every week one of the members only streams i would play something kind of crazy hard for a little bit i was gonna do it once a month but then i thought how are we gonna do that because we're gonna hit 1500 drop below hit 1500 drop below so maybe once a week as long as we hit 1500 the following week I'll play something crazy hard for a little bit, like I'll play it for 30 to 45 minutes or something, depending on how I feel, you know, whether it's getting over it or Jump King or something. That's different than letting one person make me play a game. Like, does that make sense? Like if we're at like a nice member uh, member level, it's like, hey, I'll, I'll give you guys that content. I know you guys like watching me suffer. Yo, Dan with 13 months... That's a nice milestone, Dan. Welcome back. Miss you when you were away. Glad uh, you had a good time. Thank you. And then Donovan jumping in, either for the first time or renewing after a gifted. Thank you, Donovan, for doing a membership uh, and joining the joining Reforge Gaming. I appreciate that very very much. Guys, make sure if you're a member, you're getting in the Discord. There's all kind of great perks in there for you. There is a game suggest room for all members, and tier two members can vote on what Madam and I play on Friday nights. I'll grab from the suggest room what I think are good games, and then I'll let you guys vote. Oh, it's first time? Well, welcome. Welcome for the first time, Donovan. I don't know if we can set a second month badge. We probably should if we can, so then I can distinguish. I think it's gray for the first two months, so it's tough for me to know if it's a first or a second month. Uh, Badges and emojis. Oh, after 1 month, yeah, I can change the color. I need to do that. I need to do that. So, brand new members should be gray. After that, I need to I need to go in there and change it to like a light blue, and then 2 months could be a dark blue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can I can do that, I think. Um, open image in a new tab. Yeah, we just need to change the hue on uh this image, and I need it as a PNG. If anybody feels like doing that, just change that to like a sky blue, light blue, and I could do that right now. So then we would immediately know when it's someone's second month, they've been a member for a month. That'd be helpful. Feels like the very first time. That's right. I did not request getting over it, but that was top shelf content. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. If you guys are just tuning in, yeah, we covered Skull and Bones gameplay. We probably should be just bouncing to the next stream <clears throat> sooner than later because we're we're losing folks because we're not staying on on subject. Um, let me let me let me find the video that we're going to be reacting to. Uh, there's Starfield leaks, and there was a good video a day or two ago from Dantix. Uh, a Dantix video. And he has confirmed true stuff, uh, and then he and then he doesn't. So let me add that to the description. Feels like the very first time. That's what that that's that's what that's from. I was like, what is that? I know that. Uh, let me go into the description of this video. Alright, I'm going to make sure it's in the description. God of War Ragnarok release date has been revealed. It has. It has been revealed. We covered that yesterday. That was a fun little victory lap. That was a fun little victory lap. <clears throat> November the 9th. That's actually my birthday. Does he not have a... Uh to know when his birthday is is if we're gonna buy him another TV hey 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 I don't need another TV Abe Jiminy I need a 785 model mod- I'm just kidding <laughs> I was trying to think of something off the top of my head that I could be like super specific about and I couldn't think of anything I typically don't want anything I'm not kidding you I just want like all I want is is uh, t-shirts usually or are they crunching? Uh, are they just trying to hit quarterly reports? Just wait for the delay tweet. By the way, Game Awards changed their date for God of War. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You can't complain about people starting that stuff, Eugene, when you're the one hitting the sparks right now. Come on. Don't don't be getting all grumpy in the Discord about it. If you're the if you're the fire starter, He needs a new PC, not once. Oh, that is true. I do need a new PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a... I need, like, top-of-the-line, top-shelf monster machine. Yeah, yeah. We need a freaking PC sponsor. Okay. I'm going to end the poll. i hit the Discord with an announcement. How do I get in Tier 2 Discord? If you're Tier 2 and you're in the Discord and synced up, you should see more rooms. You should see like a room called VIP uh, chat. You should see vote on games you should see rooms specifically for you. I suppose we could make like a tier two section to make it clearer when you suddenly see that section. Um, Let me do this. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Oh, he's a Ryzen monster. It's not even about the graphics card. It's about the the cooling system, the CPU, and the memory. Yeah, more than anything. You think Skull and Bones messed up by not releasing on Game Pass Day 1? Oh, we got a live one, but we got to go to the next show. Starfield gameplay continues to be combed over, criticized, scrutinized, and now Starfield leaks are coming out. There's confirmation of leaks that we've we've had up until now. We're going to be reacting to a Dantix video. Did a great job doing both confirmed leaks that have come true and ones that have not yet i think it's a great thing to look at i want to react to the leaks and just continue the starfield conversation with you guys my starfield coverage has been pretty well received and supported on this channel very well viewed videos so check those vods in the starfield news playlist if you want make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my content i'm a safe for work live broadcaster and so the video is a little long We're going to be reacting to it. I'm going to be actually ending our Skull and Bones stream and bringing everybody over. We did...